The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN Podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, and I am joined by a returning guest. Uh, about a year to the day, this goes out as well, which is amazing timing. I'm joined again by Harmony Sky. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back. Again. Well, you, you were such a good guest last time that I thought when I was going through my, my list for season three and I was getting some new guests, well, getting guests back on, um, mm-hmm. like another couple hours with Scotty Swift, um, I thought, right, you've, the last 12 months since we chatted has just been a bit nuts for you. A little bit. So why not just get a wee catch up exactly a year from, from then? And yeah, when I was doing my notes, like I said, just before we hit record, last time it was a bit difficult to get notes because there was no yep. wrestling. You hadn't wrestled yet. And nope. and uh, really, I was interviewing you because Abby told me. <laughs> you have to yep. interview her. You have to interview her now. So I'm like, okay, cool, we'll do it. And we did forty minutes of a really good chat, and I, I, yeah. I was listening to her earlier. Uh, but now we can actually speak about you wrestling, uh, which wrestling stories is quite exciting. So since since our last chat, what was that? We went out November twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, when. How 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 was your training been from that point? Was it was it just keep going? Because at this point, it was still was it online seminars um, you were doing? Or? Yeah, it would have it would have been. I think I think because we we came back for a couple of months, but then we had to close off again. I'm sure. So I think we can't exactly when we came back, but I think it was still a couple of months after that, and then it was just kind of like although we had to get in small groups and then eventually got to big groups and now we're back in proper classes, it was still very get everything in. It was probably more intense in the smaller groups because we had more time for everybody to have turns so it was actually harder in the smaller groups. So, so I was checking through the FPWA site, just to uh, the <coughs> Facebook, just to see who we were on these online seminars and, geez, the names are yep. pretty decent. Uh, so the ones I picked out, which probably most of them would be uh, Nick Aldis, um, yep. I'm assuming you, you went to most of these or, or all of the online okay. seminars. If you Cool. That's fine. I don't want to start riffing off names. You go, no, nah, I didn't go to that one. Didn't go to that no, one. I'd, I'm pretty sure I went to all of them, from what I can remember. So we had Nick Aldis, uh, Dean Allmark, Mark Andrews. So so really, uh, Andy's really got the, the little black book and has mm-hmm. pulled in all these names. And uh, one, that really, one that really jumped out was Carmel Jacob, Yeah, of course, which... Uh, Who's who's who just like finished up just before this this whole like proper women women's revolution? Mm. That's such a horrible uh, phrase to use, but I when we started this influx of uh, high caliber women's talent. Um, was there anyone in particular like Carmel or Mark Andrews? Any, anyone in particular that you took a lot away from, uh, or was everyone just like you took a little bit from each? I mean, I'd say probably the female ones like Carmel, and then we also had Viper or Dewdrop or whatever she's called in the days, which was, I think that one was probably my favourite because I got in as much questions about things that only females could answer females. It was kind of stuff like how to deal with like sexist comments and stuff, and she was just kind of like, you will deal with them, but you just have to kind of push it to the back of your mind. And I think I came a lot away from that. Like I told her one time, 
um, one of my PE teachers said I couldn't be a wrestler because I didn't make an outdated splits, which doesn't make any sense at all. But I told her that she was like, you'll get people that say comments like that to you all the time, but you know what you're doing and you came up for a reason. So just kind of keep that to your mind and push everything else to the back, which is really good to take away from. I'm, I'm worried about what wrestling your PE teacher's watching, if that's the... I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That was when I was like 13 as well, but... Adikin, what kind of stuff you've been watching? Adikin, maybe Melina or something. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe. That, yeah, that, that's that's a wholesome way to put it. Yeah, probably Melina. Not not, not in something for clips for sale or something weird. Uh, so yeah, so Viper, of course, that's a, a great role model to have as well when it comes to wrestling because you know she's she's you see her nearly every day on Twitter either either mm. uh, with something positive, some positive reinforcement, not just for for women but for just anyone. Um, yep. She's really took advantage of her being uh, on Raw and actually in the WWE system to like use that power for good <laughs> and uh, and and uh, giving the likes of yourself and everyone else um, something to to work upon and, and able mm -hmm. to like I said give that positivity uh, out there. So we've got here mainly training, uh, of course, FPWA still, uh, mm -hmm. but you're starting to to make a way around uh, the the mm -hmm. whole booking world of world wrestling in Scotland anyway. Um, I'll was, I was just jump into it. Your ICW debut. Uh, when did you know? Yep. How did you How did you find out? Or did you have your gear ready? Just everything about that debut. Luckily, I, I'd have bought gear before. So I had my gear for maybe a couple months before that. And I was like, just in case I needed to get something, which was luckily, luckily in favour for me. So... I got a text, I remember that week, a 10 a week after wrestling, because I was feeling quite stressed. So I texted Andy, I was like, I'm not going to be coming in this week. Um, ICW films on a Sunday. He texted me on a Wednesday saying, I can't even have like a, a rest week, but I really need you to come in. And I was like, I what he's wanting. Like, I, I just, maybe ICW was in the back of my mind, but I was like, surely no. Like, I've not even wrestled yet. I got there, he came into the office, so I was like, oh. and my dad was there as well. He was like, so we do want you to have your debut at the um, student showcase whenever that will be. But how about we had it earlier as on Sunday? And I was like, oh my God, what is he talking about? And he was like, for ICW. And I was like, yep, yep, of course. So I only had a couple of days to plan and I had my theory test that week. I had my theory test on the Friday, so I didn't actually have any time to kind of process that I was going to be there until I was standing outside of the asylum. Um, and it was just great. It was great to be there. It was it was a quick match, but it was something to get me in the door and to kind of meet people. I met we had Jack Jester, who was my agent for my match, um, who was giving me such like great feedback after the match. We were we had to go first because um, Emily Hayden had to get a bus to him, and her bus was going to be late, so we had to go first, um, which also didn't really give me much time to be like, oh my god, like I'm going to wrestle the new. Um, so got out there, done that, and then after that was like. I was pretty alright, yeah. Like I actually done quite well. So it was it was it was a good debut and especially for it being on the WWE network, which is like crazy thing to do. Like I could watch myself by going on the WWE app. It's just like mental to me. So, so like I say you didn't have time to really think about it. So yeah, Wednesday you maybe had maybe the evening and then Friday yeah. you were too busy thinking about other things and then the glamorous world of wrestling you had to go first because uh, Emily's bus yeah, had to get a bus. So it's, it's not all quite very the quick. Yeah, absolutely. So when it came to your, I was when, when I was listening to our last show. Um, I was I was laughing at your dad's creative ideas, and how you mm -hmm. run past everything by him. And you just mentioned him there, uh, being being there for 
being told you're making your debut. Uh, your gear, though, so it's very like it's continuing that hippie theme, uh, the, yep. the the flower power, uh, peace and love kind of thing. Uh, how much did, was his input in, into that? Was was he was he well into? Yeah. I don't think he had as much input as he does everything else. But I'd also like, what do you think about this pattern? Like we got a bunch of patterns sent. Um, I wanted to have like a sort of like tie dye effect, which is on the gear. But we had a bunch of patterns sent. I was like, oh, what about this one? And he was, like, I like that one. But and he's already hanging me like different gears he's like we have to get a white one for like when you be healed or we have to get this for when you like when you're older I'm like oh my god like I'm just buying my first gear so he I mean we always kind of knew that I wanted to have the flares and kind of the happy vibe so he didn't have as much input but he's already thinking about like the next the next set and me being healed when god that's not even going to happen for at least a couple of years. Um, so it's very different gear though because of course a lot of wrestlers uh just everyone nowadays either has like a, just a singlet or um, they have oh. quite quite like uh, spandexy tight gear and this is very different very flamboyant yeah. uh, was that the intention like so just either to stand out or was just as soon as you saw flares you're like nah I need that yeah, that's that'll be perfect for my character yeah I think it was probably a combination of both like I really like I wear flares um daily anyways so I thought like, we'll get something that I like and then it was just kind of the part, like, I've never been some, somebody that's always liked to kind of show, so I didn't want someone really short, I didn't want someone, like, too high. So, something that was, I always knew I wanted, like, long trousers. Um, and then when the top kind of came a little bit longer to, to think about, because I did have a, a previous, I had, like, old gear as well, but that didn't really work out that well. So, like, the top was kind of just, looks like a sports bra, and I was like, that's not really that nice. I, like, I didn't really like that. And I went, well, kind of texting back and forth, it was by JJ Creations that done my gear, which does like a lot, a lot of people that I've been seeing. So I went went to Dane and we kind of went back and forth and we thought about putting the flares on the arms as well, which would be kind of cool. And it goes with the happy vibe and goes with like, just kind of like, this, I was just all about that, that same vibe and taking parts from me and then making me feel comfortable in it, which was, which was done very well. So yeah, I did watch the match and uh, it was it was weird seeing it pop up on like social media and seeing the the, the phone I was like oh my god so I, I, I only chatted to her a couple of months ago I think it was like, <laughs> I was like this is amazing uh, I was right all the guys at FPWA were right to, to badger me just to go right you need to speak to her yep. I was like okay I will I will I'm glad I did yeah, now first interview exactly first interview, so there you go when, when you're when you're when you're uh, back on the network winning all these titles I'll, I'll know I'll know I was the first one to interview you hopefully <laughs> but, uh, so of course made debut on the WWE network which is crazy mm -hmm. in itself yep. um you're probably maybe the second youngest person ever to wrestle on the WWE network i would say i, do, I don't know the ages but i'm probably one of the youngest anyways fortunately nicholas uh, who, uh yeah. he, he's kind of screwed it for everyone else he's he was 11 that's a really count though because he didn't actually wrestle he did win a WWE tag team title so well he's uh, got that on he's got that but besides that I'll take, I'll take it. I'll Outside of that, you, you you would be one of the youngest anyway. And so you said there was not a lot of time to think, but once, mm. once of course, you said it was a quick match with Emily. Once the bell had rung and, and all that had happened, was, was there a bit of a moment of relief going, or was there a bit more pressure going, oh my God, I've just done that, and it's going to be on the WWE Network? I think it was probably relief. I wasn't in so much pressure. I don't think I thought about it being on the network until I realised, like, until it was, and then Omar Muhammad texted me like, oh, is your 
June match coming out this weekend and I was like, is it? Like, I didn't even care what week it was coming out. So I think I didn't get too excited until I actually saw it. Um, after my match, I stayed there for like four hours anyway. So I was kind of around like everybody. And we had um, like Molly Spartan and stuff. She was giving me a lot, a lot of advice, kind of taking me under a wing. We had, there was a lot of women there. We had Angel Hayes and um, I think we had all the women except for Ellie Armstrong, actually. I think she was the only person that was there. So it was good. And I didn't realise it until I watched it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm on the Disney Network. Like, I was just mental to actually see that. I think that's probably when it hit me. Um, so how how many places did you how many people did your dad tell after it went up on the network? Uh was, was he sharing it everywhere? Everybody. He always he always talks about me at his work, so everybody, everybody can like my cousin just started at his work as well. So somebody went up to him and was like, Oh, are you a wrestler as well? As if like we're a whole family of wrestlers because he talks about it so much, but it's just me. Just me. But everybody. And uh, what did like your friends outside of this wrestling bubble? Uh, what did they think of of you being on? Uh, well, Peacock and for it could be forty four million people watching you. Uh, what did did they find it a big deal? Or were they like, oh, you're still doing the wrestling thing? And uh, probably no, I probably no. I'd even think I'd even think they really bothered that much. Like even day wrestling, it doesn't even digest to them that that's what I actually do. Like I was showing one of my one of my pals like promo pictures and she was like, Oh right, okay. And I was like, Well, you could say someone someone like, Hello, I'm on the W network, like try to rub it in, but they don't make care. I mean it's too busy watching AEW or something, you know, just to <laughs> <laughs> Um so yeah, that's that was a, a huge I mean like I say, that's the SW, which was the last chat. That was a company you wanted to get to, along with like fierce females and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one ticked off already. Um, I, I, I just had just the one match. I don't know if you've recorded more or um, you're booked for any future non-taping uh, taping shows. Um, I'll, I'll never find out until they actually come out on on the on the network. But um, I'm sure I'm sure you got more matches in the future. But along with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, your, your training has just been, and again, you've been booked everywhere. But I want to speak about the the FPWA opened up like a, a females' day. I think it is it monthly. Oh, they do like an mm-hmm. all females class. Yeah. Um, how did you find that? As because of course you trained quite a bit with Ashley Vega, uh, mm-hmm. but this is bringing in like more, maybe more so established names around around the UK, yeah. around Scotland anyway. Because I see like Brody Adler and Anastasia mm-hmm. and all that coming in. Um, did you find that was that was beneficial you're able to mix up with with people you'll likely be wrestling for the next who knows how many years it was it was really really good to get as many females as we could because the whole time i mean besides ashley vega i've never really wrestled or trained with females before um and she doesn't really come down as often so it's only me and kind of guys so and they kind of ran past it um it ran by me and then he was like, what would you think about, like, a female class? Because he was kind of concerned about the fact that it's a male teaching a female class. And I was like, that doesn't, I don't think it matters. As long as we get all the females and, like, together and, like, walk, it's kind of, it's just different when you wrestle with females compared to males. There's stuff that we do differently. There's some, it's just different ways that we pick up each other or even, it's, like, the tiniest details. So it was really, really good to get everybody in. And we had, um, we had, like, Sammy Jane and stuff come to the first one. And we had, you said Brody Adler, so it was really good to get to work with different females that I'd always kind of known and seen on like social media, but never met them yet. So it was good to actually get to speak to them and see them and kind of hear hear stories to them. 
I suppose as well. I mean, if it was maybe anyone else at any other training school, it may have been a little bit, oh, it's a, it's a guy, but it's Andy Wilde, uh, who's, yeah. who's now uh, popping up in NXT UK every so often. And mm-hmm. so he's able to bring back that experience to, to you. Have, you. have you found that the, the training, he said it was, it was a bit more intense uh, because it was non-contact for a bit, but once he come back from NXT UK, was he bringing in even more? Were you finding out what WWE were looking for? Uh, and you found the training stepped up because of it. Yep, definitely. It always says, like, this is what I learned at the PC without rubbing it in, but he's always kind of, anything he learns there, he's taking it back to us so we can to get a head start, um, whether it's, like, spots or little drills that we do. There's one where we're on corners and somebody's in the middle. He'll shout a number and you have to roll over that person. It's just, like, wee things like that, which can blow you up really, really quickly. But it's, it's good to actually get that feedback. And he, he spoke to people like Shawn Michaels and stuff, like, so like he's got like some good information, some good like feedback from literally the best that there's ever been. Um, so it's good to actually get that back to us before we kind of go out there and hopefully get to NXT ourselves. Absolutely, and then when when you're doing the drills with Shawn Michaels watching via probably Zoom mm-hmm. uh, as as well, you can like go, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing, Sean. You just yep. you just sit back. I'll just I'll I'll show you how it's done. Um, mm-hmm. So Andy puts, seems to put a little bit of trust into you then because he obviously approached you about the idea of this female class. He also yeah. took you on a little bit as as bit the training for the beginners. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel when you, you were asked to do that? Were you, were you thinking, whoa, I, I sh- I'm a bit, I'm not ready for that? Or are you just, just jumping in, diving in both feet? Well, it was kind of just something to get me out of the house. Um, it was like just come along to the Monday class and it was just there to kind of help out um, just to go through sports and stuff so he didn't have to take on as much on his body because he does Monday, Tuesday and then he goes to the kids class and he's there so he does it the whole whole week so bringing me in and then he slowly started transitioning me to a coaching kind of thing he was like, like thank you this drill today like he texted me a day before and he was like thank you this drill we're going to do it the night and I was like oh my god we're going to do a drill that I have and I was like, right, we we'll just call it the harmony finish and we'll just hinky someone that's going to blow them up really quick, but also put some stuff that, that they've been learning. So, yeah, we transitioned slowly but quickly into being just helping it to actually take on a mini coaching position, which was, re- which was really good. It actually helped my confidence a lot, which is what he was trying to kind of do because he speaks about how, he speaks to us quite a lot about how coaching's helped his confidence. And, he thought that I maybe needed like a wee confidence boost, which definitely, definitely helped. Uh, of course, and yourself, and I think Omar does does quite a few for the the kids, kids one, the juniors, and and what have you. Yeah. So you guys have kind of formed this little FPWA mini team under <laughs> underneath yeah. Andy and and of course Johnny Lyons, um, who who since we've we've chatted, uh, I was again listening to our last chat, and I was scared about how intense my chat with Johnny would be, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was over two hours. So I was I was right in thinking yeah. I would lose control of my podcast very quickly if I interviewed uh, Johnny Lyons and. I did. So that was, yep, he talks that was a lot. He talks a lot. Like he just rambles and rambles and rambles. But it gets, he speaks a lot of good stuff, but he still rambles a lot. But I'm used to it, Benu. He's one of those where he, he's seen all the bad things that have happened just about yep. in, in wrestling. So he's able to at least impart a, a lesson don't do this. Don't work for free. 
don't don't yep. do this don't do that so because because he's done it so he knows not to do it anymore so uh, in, in amongst the rambles there's there's always a, a nugget of information a nugget of gold that you can just go right that's that was a lesson that was half an hour but i've got a lesson out of it somewhere mm. as well so fpwa have just been yeah super busy you've been transitioning a little bit into the into a coaching role as well as as making your debut they also mm. did the, the training camp camp the yeah. the weekend training camp um how how was that for was this just more of a just another intense course just two days yeah, of just was, pure getting everything done it was it was a lot but it was really really fun we had four hours um it was two days four hours each so we were there for ages and i kind of the first day was a lot more intense the first day was kind of about getting drills and we weren't there to kind of blow us up we just wanted to get someone to get us warm so we've done a lot of intense drills and then it was a lot of um we had matches and stuff as well i had a match with ashley vega um second day was a lot more about character work we just went straight in got matches done went through feedback and then we done a whole promo type type style thing and it was just it was like games that it was it seemed so ridiculous like we talked about some stuff that's like talked about like like pooing your pants and stuff like and we'd turn that into a promo. It was just, it was really weird. Like anybody outside, if they heard us speaking, they'd go, like, what are they talking about? But um, it was really fun. It was actually really, really cool. Speaking about putting your pants, I, I'll not mention who, because that's maybe a bit embarrassing, but they talk about how they'd done that to themselves. And then he was like, you just told us a promo there because you told us what happened, how you felt, where you were. And we were all like, oh my God. He did just do a promo. So we kind of tain all that information and just kind of ran with it. Just done like a quick like weird thing about poo, and then we done a promo where we could only say the word blah, but you had to use your facial expressions. And that was when Johnny Reeves had to get me to join his his cult, but we only able to say blah, which was really really funny. I couldn't help my laugh, so I just kind of walked off him, and it worked. Um, but it so was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't think I'd, I'd hear the word poo used so much in a, in any podcast. <laughs> And unfortunately, yeah, I, I, I probably just got a, a name in my head that, but just because it, it would sound funny to say, and I'm sorry, Omar, uh, just because because I've just got a Pumar in my head, and that's just I, I apologise in advance. For, I will say it was the him though. It was he that's was fine. Like, that's he was fine. In my group, but um, that's, I think that's best to clarify because the, the worst thing you could do is me just throwing out the name and then everyone just going, <laughs> "You shot yourself." Yes, it was not Omar. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> So yeah, that's one down. If you check the list, you can find out who it is eventually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so, and it, so was, it was not me either. It was not me. So you can go through the list now. Not me, not Omar. Um. So like I said, there's there's so many things that you've done training wise, and what was it like getting back, going from non-contact training uh, for however long it was, and do the webinars? How was it back to actually full contact and and getting thrown about again and and bumps and actually getting into contact with someone how was how was that after a, a prolonged break of not getting to do it it was really really weird because like just the slight things about maybe getting some of the coastline we were all doing it no run but we were all doing it stuff to where we were like we used to do this like perfectly before and now we can't really do it now and it's like i remember we, we did take a video and put it on like social media for the first mock-up which was just mental like just to actually see two people making contact that was crazy to just even be there and then whole class you were trying to go too stiff because you didn't know how hard you were actually hitting knew that you'd not hit somebody for about a year and a half so 
So it was just weird. That was just that was really, really, really fun to actually get to hit somebody again in a nice way. But I was like, you didn't kind of feel going too stiff. You didn't kind of feel going too high and like clotheslines or stuff. It was just it's like we were back at the beginning again because we hadn't done it for a year and a half. So outside of, did you do anything else outside of like the, the web seminars and, and the non-contact? Were you just finding excuses just to watch a bunch of wrestling and take notes? Or what was your kind of, what did you do outside of, of FPWA for that for this last year until, of course, you've been able to get back into the ring properly? So you froze for a minute, so can you repeat the question? Oh, yeah, no bother. Um, so I was just asking pretty much, outside of FPWA, how, what have you been, been doing in the last... 12 months since we last chatted outside of course wrestling in ICW right. um, just just how you've been keeping yourself occupied I've been crocheting which I've been making myself a cardigan and I started and then stopped for like six months and then I'm starting again and it's easier than I thought it would be but it's like the arms are wonky so one's like up here and one's in here and it stresses me so I stopped for like six months and now I'm back um, I also bought a lot of pets so now I've got two hamsters and two guinea pigs which have been keeping me occupied for the time being, and they're, right, they're literally right there, so I hope they don't make any noise. But I just, I couldn't help it. I saw them and I was like, I really, really need that. Which, probably not the best for my room, because it probably smells like a pet shop, but... Yeah, this, this uh, again, this, this interview is coming with a lot of surprises. Like I say, poo chat, and uh, yeah, crocheting yeah. was not, not that much. Yeah. Is, is it just... How did you pick that up? Was it just you started and you thought, oh, I'll give that a go? Or um, do you see like what I think Tom Daly was doing at, at the Olympics? Was it something yep. just came into your mind? Thought, ha, I'll give that a go. It was the same thing about Tom Daly. It was Harry Styles wore this, this cardigan. And I love Harry Styles. He's literally, he's somewhere on this wall. Um, and I was like, I just want to try it. I wanted to have one by my... I wanted to have one for myself, but it's like a grand and a half, and I was like, ooh, can I buy that? Um, so I just thought I'd make it. And I've seen a lot of people on stuff like TikTok and Instagram making it, so I was like, how hard can it really be? And it's not that hard. So I just thought, I'll get a try. It was visible, it wasn't hard until I started stitching it again, one arm's wonky and one arm's no. But I'm back again, I fixed it, so it's fine. I'm not done though. It's, it's fashion. I've seen I've seen all these things mm-hmm. on TikTok and that about fashion, and it's like ah, it could, could be anything. In wonky arms. That's that's just that's just fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you never know. Like when this by this time this comes out, you might have finished it. It might still be a bit wonky, and you'll you'll scroll through TikTok and and Harry Styles is is wearing a wonky jumper, and you're like, I'm already on top of this. <laughs> uh, and of, of course, I mean TikTok as well is, is still it's it's solely. Again, since since we last chatted, I didn't have TikTok, and now it's probably about four hours of my day just scrolling, mm-hmm. scrolling, yep. and it's it's there's nothing goes in. It's just scrolling through rubbish and uh, TikTok dances, yeah. which I'll never do. Uh, no, no, no I, not I, for you either. I think I've done one, but I was I didn't I don't think I maybe I did post it, but it was one. Um, I think it was the savage dance, but I wasn't being serious about it. But the dance is not for me. Like, no it sticks to wrestling. Yeah, it sticks to wrestling yeah. instead. Right, fair enough. Uh, so, um, everything else. Well, let's go through what what you've, you've what's been announced then, and we can get your your thoughts and opinions. Because annoyingly, I think for both of them, the matches that have been announced or one of them anyway, it'll happen by the time this has gone out, uh, which yeah. will be I think will be Respect Pro Wrestling debut. Mm-hmm. So, 
you'll be in the ring with uh, Ruby Roberts and Ellie Armstrong, and you'll be teaming with Emily Hayden, who you wrestled mm-hmm. in your very first match. Yeah. Um, so when when the guys that respect was it Emily that kind of put your name forward. You know how how you ended up uh, um, making your debut at Respect. I think it maybe was I got a text from Bobby Roberts, and then Emily texted me. She was like, "It's not something weird. Like it's it's just respect trying to book you." And I think she said she mentioned my name a, a couple of times about my debut and how I carried myself really well. So I think I probably owe it to her for the booking, but maybe that's why we're teaming up because she actually got me in there. But that's how I found it. He just kept, he texted me on Facebook and I was like, ah, like I used to I used to be a fan of like Bobby Roberts when he was like hundred percent Scottish beef. Like I was trying to get my dad to buy my T shirt. I didn't actually get the T shirt, but I was weird because now he's booking me for a match when I used to actually watch him when I was like I think maybe ten, eleven, which is real weird. But maybe not open that open uh, with that when you meet him. <laughs> just go, I yep. used to see wrestling when I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think you'll appreciate that as much. <laughs> maybe maybe keep the age out. Maybe just be like, oh, I used to watch you wrestle, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hundred percent Scottish beef, of course. Uh, as, as he's also famously known as Robert Roberts. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's he's ever going to change that because I'm seeing seeing these he's going down as as like big nasty in some places. I don't know if he's trying to to change it. Yeah. Um, so I don't don't know if he's trying to to change it up so people don't keep going. It's Robert it's Robert Roberts, his name, his, his full name. But yeah, so so respectful wrestling, of course. So they they're bringing a lot of of uh, got such a, a, a big kind of not booking team, but a coaching team uh, like Luke yeah. and Sharps in there as well. Um, and they've, they've they've got a little bit of a connection with W3L. Uh, have you been able to get to respect at all to to see what their training's like and and meet anyone else um, there? I'm not- I've not gone through yet. Um, I'm hoping to get through eventually, and hopefully before the match happens, so we can kind of go through stuff. I know that Emily wants me to go through, so I think it'll just be about hopefully finding the time to actually go through. And I would love to go and see like what the training or school or what it actually looks like, because I know they've got kids classes as well. I'm sure. So I think it would be fun to actually just like go and see and get to be in the ring before I actually have to wrestle. Rings are very different, and the ICW ring and ropes were very tight, and I had a couple bruises from my tag partner. But so I'll forget about that, and I'll be nice to her when I see her. Um, so you said I don't remember us speaking about it before, but you said so you've seen Bobby Roberts wrestle uh, in the past. Um, did you? Did you? I mean, Kristaz a big fan, as we've we've established. He's getting a lot mm-hmm. of name name drops in this, this yep, particular episode. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, so yeah, what what kind do you know what shows you went to? Was it uh, SWA? Was it uh, BCW? What kind of shows did you get to? I think it was I think it was Reckless Intent. From that's the one that I remember the most because my dad's friend used to wrestle there, um, and I remember it being Reckless Intent. And we had well, Joe Hendry was there, and I called him a dick, but I'm I'm not going to say it. I meant it. I was really young, and I spent it like the global hero so when he shaped his name and put the mic out I couldn't help myself but I didn't mean it um, I retract my statement but um, Reckless Intent will will stop at me Reckless Intent yeah so that must have been when he was champion was like 15 or something like that he was champion then mm-hmm. um, and that would have been just hot off him being in Popping up in WWE for his, his his extra work as well, so 
<laughs> I'm just laughing at, at, at you calling him a dick, just as mm-hmm. however old you were, 12, 13 or something like that, just calling him a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I didn't think I had any memory until my dad said it to me, and I was like, oh, maybe I did. Um, that they can just get in right. That's that's probably when I knew that I have to get in there because I could see it to his face. <laughs> but um, so I mean, because you because Ashley pops down so often, she of course trains in at Joe Henry School. Uh, yeah. Has has there any been is is that there's been temptation to try and get down to Edinburgh to to wrestle there, or is that or now that you've called him a dick, you're just like maybe he'll remember that and I might not. <laughs> I, I don't want to go. <laughs> but I hope he doesn't hear me saying that, although I have retracted my statement. Um, I'm hoping to maybe, I, I feel like it would be good to go to um, as many training schools with us other females, just to kind of, everybody has different information to give you, everybody has different feedback to give you. So it would be fun, especially to kind of be in Ashley Vega's like, territory and be in horse training schools. So I think it, eventually I probably will. Um, I've not had any plans yet, but I'm Maybe next year at some point, anyways. Well, you, you trained for about was it four years or something like that before you made your debut yeah. to W3L and and to uh, mm. at uh, FPWA and and again jog on my memory Paramount uh, that that whatever yep. it was at, at Paramount, uh, which I was looking for their Facebook page again because I was trying to find any results possibly I can get what matches you had but they've deleted it and I'm just gutted. Yep. I was just like ah oh, I remembered it for years and then yeah, it's gone. Uh, so, still making your debut in ICW, uh, and like I said, just four years in, it's not too bad. Yeah. Other place that you've, you've mm-hmm. been announced for, but your match hasn't been announced as of recording, yeah. um, is your Pro 2. Yep. You, you are Pro 2, and you'll be part of the, I think it's the, is it the Bell the Brawl tournament? I think um, it is. I'm not sure. Pro- probably someone anyway. I'm not sure. Even, even the new... To be honest, so uh, Logan, Logan Storm, of course. Uh, I can again, your dad's going to mention. I can see him as like your dad because all I hear about is if he, if he books you, he comes with an idea. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, you froze on a little bit there. Hello. My, my, my internet is really, really bad. Right, they were going back. Okay, cool. We were frozen again. <laughs> right, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was just saying that, that Logan Storm usually comes with, with booking, uh, so I hear, with an idea. Yeah. He doesn't book you for no reason. He, he also usually comes with, with a pre-plan. Um, so when, when Logan contacted you to, to be part of Pro 2 Wrestling, um, were, you, were you surprised? That, do you know how that happened? Again, was do you think it was well, uh, Emily recommending you? How do you think you got there? What I, well, I was actually Andy that told me um, that I'd gotten the booting, so I suppose maybe he put me forward for it, um, which is kind of how I got the ICW booting as well, which I'll take anything. So he messaged me, he was like, keep this day free, we're going, we're going up with, with us in a car, um, with a bunch of other people, and you'll have a match, and I was like, cool, cool, I'll take anything, especially if I've been pro too, which is one that since last year, since the last time we found the podcast has been one that I wanted to wrestle at especially I've got quite quite a lot of good wrestlers there as well so I'm happy to just be like a part of a part of it and just any I'll take any match I'm still not sure which kind of match it'll be I'll probably find out when it gets announced but I'm prepared for anything 
That's the thing. When I was speaking to Logan, he really put forward that not only is it Pro 2 a promotion that he runs, but he brings in so many people that can provide that opportunity for four matches. So you've got guys like, mm. um, you've got Andy coming up, of course, which is an yeah. easy one because, of course, he's your trainer. So if bookings are going to come your way from him, that's not a surprise. But you've got uh, guys like Frank Cross, uh, who does big, massive wrestling. Uh, you've got Bobby, who does Respect Pro. Um, you've got Luking Sharp, who has who wrestles quite frequently in Fair City as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like a nice, it's a nice wee hub of, of uh, potential employers that can that can uh, see your match and go right. We'll book her for my next show and and what have you. So, is there anyone have you have you had checked out the posters? Anyone in particular on there that you wouldn't mind getting the ring with, or are you just just happy to take any booking? I'll, I'll take anything at this uh, right now. I'll take anything. I mean, anywhere I get to wrestle, anywhere that wants me, I'll I'll take it. I'm just happy to actually get out and actually wrestle in front. Of, I've never wrestled in front of a crowd yet, so I'm excited to just wrestle in front of people being there. And, cheer me on I don't know if, if adrenaline will kick in differently if there's a crowd there so I'm kind of excited to just see that aspect there um, so yeah speaking of that so of course your debut it was on the WWE Network again 44 million people could have watched it and it was a fact nobody saw so no, nobody was there. With, with all that kind of not being able to really think about it too much because of the, how it worked out time wise um how did you find the match itself in front of nobody? Was it just a, like feel like a training match to you because you're used to doing that? Or how did you actually feel about yeah. the match itself um, being in front of like no one except some camera crew yeah. and a referee? I think I was probably more focused on there being cameras. Although there was no crowd, there were still cameras there, which is probably the opposite of me going to wrestle at other places like Respect and stuff. There won't be as big a camera crew with a huge cameras on their shoulders. So I think I was kind of focused on that aspect of it being there cameras there. Should I, like, where should I go? What side should I face? And I was just kind of thinking about that. So I didn't really have time to kind of be like, oh, there's, there's like nobody here. And all, they already had kind of, there was no seats, but that I knew where the people would actually go. So it was weird to see that yeah, when there was like nobody there. But Maybe just imagine, hopefully going back to ICW when there's crowds there. I know the fans are insane there, so I mean, that's insane championship wrestling, but um, I'd love to wrestle in front of ICW fans. So how are you feeling about, about wrestling in front of a crowd? Because as I said, you're, you're, Andy kind of put you into this kind of coaching role to build up your confidence. Yeah. Uh, so how, how are you feeling about wrestling in front of of a crowd that might not know, know who you are. They're not uh, a bunch of nerds like myself who know you who you are and, and where you've trained and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So so what's, how are you feeling about that? I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to just kind of let people know who I am, introduce myself to people that probably don't know who I am. Um, and hopefully through the match, they'll become a fan and like just kind of follow my career, hopefully. But um, I'm excited, but also I feel like it will add on to the nerves as like, what if I muck up anything? What if people like just then gravitate towards me? Just like all those things that I didn't have to worry about at ICW because if I mucked up, then I didn't know that and nobody was really there. So, um, and there was nobody to, besides obviously like Matt Dallas and all that, there was nobody to impress in the crowd. Like if you, if you get what I mean, like there was nobody to, to be like, oh, what if they didn't like me? But I guess I'll not find out until the day I actually step out and there's people there. But knowing fans, they'll, they'll probably cheer for me anyway, because 
I'm young uh, and a face. So. And then you've got That's the cool, cool gear and everything like that. The cool gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Can, if, if it all goes wrong, you can distract them with the with the flares. It'll be fine. Yep. Uh, but, but yeah, I think so many people are so just so excited to see wrestling again. I mean, I know myself, I, I went to my first show as of recording two weekends, was like last weekend, weekend before, I don't know. And I just people just want to see wrestling. They didn't care yeah. particularly who it was. But as soon as you come out and you're the good guy, if you're clapping, you do the whole classic, come on. Uh, everyone's yep. going to go, yep, I'm here for some wrestling. Let's can do it let's just let's, let's see yep. some wrestling um so on one hand it's going to be like uh, trying to get people to like you i don't think it'll be difficult for your for the, for the first it's shows back good. anyway but uh, i think you'd have to you'd have to do something very special to get them to stop clapping uh just, just yep. <laughs> but who knows that- i might have just i might have just jinxed you there to be honest <laughs> just Maybe. Went, yeah uh sorry about that so by the time this comes out, your, your debut would have happened, so I'm sure it went well, and uh, I'm not going to delete as appropriate, but good congratulations on the win, um, commiserations on yep. the loss, there we go, <laughs> delete the as win, appropriate, hopefully. exactly, uh, so question we, uh, we asked everyone of course was the dinosaur question, which he answered, yep. um, mm-hmm. which is still my favourite answer uh, of all time, which is the turkey dinosaur, I made it into my, my top five uh, dinosaurs in that ridiculous list I did on the website. Um, but we added another one since then. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of it. It's uh, another stupid question that we ask everyone. What would win in a fight? Two sheep or one cow? One cow. A bigger. Fine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all it is. That's the that's whole question. It's it's not as I feel, uh, I feel like, intense. I mean, there is, there is two bits. It's a lot bigger. Like cows are heavy. It just could like sit on it and be done. Fair That's There's always there's always two ways this is answered. Either someone will overthink it and want to ask more questions, or someone will just just pick one and then that's it. Yep. That's the segment <laughs> over. Uh, and you went for liar, so that's absolutely fine. Um, we do have a question though. We did get Omar. He messaged me. He asked oh. just to ask you about Andy Wilde nicking your catchphrase on the FPWA online classes. <laughs> Yep, so whenever, well, my catchphrase is peace, love and harmony. So whenever we'd like, the whole class was finished and he'd say bye, they'd always be like, right, peace and love. And then everybody would shout harmony, like before he'd hang up. Every time Omar would message me being like, can't believe you stole your catchphrase and I'm going to sue him because that's getting ridiculous. Um, and I didn't, I didn't think I clicked on it at first until it was probably Omar that messaged me being like, he just like said peace and love. And I was like, I can't, what's his deal with that? Um, that's funny that he still remembers that though, because I forgot about that. Um, but it was a good wee joke every week. We'd wait for him to say it, and then we'd all kind of shout it. But it was great. It was at first I was like, "What is his deal?" But I let him have it for that time being, as I wasn't using it. Until he starts using it on NXT UK, and you could be like, "Ha ha! Oh no, no, no! This I, is mine. This is mine." I'm taking credit for that. Money, twenty percent, fifty. At least, I think, I think, uh, I think sixty is fair. Uh, if you're gonna gonna go for I'll it, I'll take, I'll take all the credit. Um, so before we, we kind of start moving our way to the end, because like I said, we've rattled through these notes. Uh, we, we seem to just yep. just every time we chat, it's like it just gets quicker and quicker. Because like, yep, that's the answer. Yep, that's the answer. All yep. good. 
Um, <laughs> was it like seeing guys from guys from FPWA popping up on things like the WWE Network? Um, like I think Omar was one of the first. You had Talon Junior. Yep. Um, most recently, you had uh, Big Caleb who joined the school a bit later uh, from up up here, up from uh, the northeast. Um, so it, how cool is it seeing people in your school making it? To the WWE Network and and NXT UK like Andy, and uh, do you ask for their it's autograph when they turn so, when they come so back? Crazy, you see them like it's, um, we had Talon who bet I'm not sure who who beat, but um, he won and the cover. And we had Omar who was in the cover there and. Caleb's just keep as well. He's been training with us for a couple months now, I think. Um, and he was on the... Oh, lost you a second there. I'm back. I'm back. Well, I think it might happen there. I think it's my internet. That's all right. You're, you're talking about Anyways. Caleb. Yes. Um, Caleb's been training with us for a couple months, so we were all there kind of been... Nobody soon do it, but before he went so we were like oh my god like he's um he's got a nice w but she really really deserves it like just even like he's wrecked like it's like i look at him oh my god like how does he even that doesn't make any sense but how you could put that much muscle on but being like who was it that was a um that talon that i can't remember who it was but i remember him well well omar is going to be very disappointed because it was him i'm sorry no not omar (laughs) I know he bet Omar, which I was like, oh, that was that one was really really crazy to to see where we had uh, two people, um, two people from the school fighting each other on the network it was just like, oh my god, and then we had Talon's um for Andy, which was crazy as well because it's like that's a coach like you lose battering you, but which I guess Andy maybe did get the upper hand considering he's taught us everything, so he can. Kind of how to get rid of it and kind of get into it. I'm not sure who it was though, but um, everybody, I can everybody like, kill me. I'm, I'm just going by cage match, and and there's that's the only one I've got is as Talon winning because he's he's rest- a bit. I mean, oh hang on, he's further back. He's got a tag team match somewhere as well. So yeah, who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll. Sure, I'm pretty sure he's fighting him again. Um, he's fighting him again. Let me see. I can, I, I'm going to kick myself in the heat when I actually get there. So I got right, I'm working my way back here. I've got Daz Black. Uh this is a thrilling bit of the podcast. Uh Daz Black, Kez Evans, uh, Beat Omar, Theodorus, Luke Cairo, uh Alex Parker, Logan Smith a tag match. Tag match with Lucha DS. That was on his Twitter as well. We're taking time, but I need to figure it out. I can't remember who it was. Oh my god, I'm gonna kick myself in the heat. Well, I'll, get his, I'll get his Twitter up as well. Again, this is all staying in. Uh, us doing research uh, on, on who beat. It was BT Dunn. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Dunn. all right. Okay, yeah, he's announced yeah, rematch. Rematch for BT Dunn. the first Dunn? match happen? Oh, that may be in one of the tapings that has not come out yet. That's possibly, Spoiler. possibly it. Oh well, sorry. By the time this goes out, it would have happened, so it's fine. It's, it's absolutely fine. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he beat him, and I was like, oh "My God, because as he's like a former champion or something as well." So I'm like, "Like, yep. oh my God, yeah." For... So I'm proud of him. 
Hopefully, the rematch goes the same way. We'll, we'll find oh, those that are, that are going live. Uh, well, I said they'll be passed by the time this goes out. But those that are going yeah. live, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a fantastic match, and uh, and Talon beat him again, and or and or Talon lost, unfortunately. Again, delete is appropriate as you need to as, yeah. <laughs> as you need to when you listen. Um, so I think we think we I think we covered everything. We've got the two sheep and one cow, which is the most important question, of course. Um, yeah. Is there is there any any now that you're actually making your way out in the world and you've already said that you're just happy to take any bookings you want uh, or that you're given. So with that being said, though, uh, is, is there any any destinations you want to get to in the next year? Um, so we've got Pro 2, we've got Respect, you've done ICW. Yeah. What's, I mean, what's next? Still Fierce Females. I feel like that's probably one of the top and indefinitely discovery as well. We had Alan come to the school um, and we've done matches in front of him, which was really cool to kind of just like have it and I was against Jason Reed and I was like, oh my god. And then also we have um his name's Gregory goes by Maverick. He was also in the match lots of triple threat and I mean I did win. I'm just gonna put that out there. I did win. Um but it was cool to just kind of wrestle in front of him because I mean Discovery's always been like the one that I wanted to to wrestle for eventually. So Discovery and Fierce Females are on the top of the list. And then back at ICW but that's probably what everybody will say. Uh, Discovery is uh, they've they've had well, of course uh, uh, Emerson Jane she's going by now I'm trying to get used to saying that because I know if I eventually interview her yeah. I'll just call her the wrong name the whole time um, so we've got them we've got uh, Martina of course uh, so it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to get in the ring with her and they've just brought in uh, Regina Rosendahl from Finland so that's that's a whole she, she kind of had the yeah. same similar definitely not a similar background but she, she's trained with men most yeah. of the time anyway so there's a little bit of a common ground uh although the episode that'll be coming out by with her uh her 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 training facility was a lot different <laughs> fwa uh, it was okay. fwa is a lot nicer that's what from, yeah. from what i get um is there anyone from fpwa that, that you that you think stand out i've seen there's more females coming in there's uh I'm trying to remember yeah. her names beth shorty uh daisy jenkins daisy jenkins yep they're they're definitely, for the female side, they're definitely working their way up. I mean, Daisy Jenkins, she hasn't been training for super long. She kind of joined during COVID, so she she had to wait for ages before she could actually do contact. But she's started to have matches now, and um, with Beth Shorty as well, she's been there for quite a while. So it's fun to just see them actually have matches and stuff. And then we've also got a new tag team that have joined, which is um, Robbie Balford and Ross Hunter. Which they've they just seen them when we have training matches, just seen them together and like their energy and it's just crazy. And then we've also got um we've got Arthur and Rose, we've got Thomas Cartel who's um just filled with energy and he's just over the top. Then we've also got um who else have we got? I mean we have Maverick, he's not debuted yet, but he's he does um the kids' classes and stuff now that Omar's went away, me and him joining the kids' classes and it's just crazy to see that we've got, um, who else do we have, let me think. Is, is it Fra- is Frank Gallo? Frank uh, Gallo. Guys? Yep, Frank Gallo. Just, honestly, they're all so amazing and they're all crazy, especially Frank Gallo. Like, he's just biting ropes and fingers and chicken wings and all that stuff. But I'd say all of them guys who are kind of like the group that I like to, that I'm the, probably the closest with, they all train really, really hard and they're all... Definitely going to be somewhere in like the next year. 
every single one of them, and I, I'd bet all my money on that. So you're 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 in that weird position where you you've started wrestling now, but you're you're in that coaching role as well. So I don't know yeah. whether when you're when you're watching wrestling just on TV or or just live now that you've got kind of that two two mentalities going at the same time where you're watching going yes. this is a really good match and oh that looks really good but I might be able to pass that on or that could be tightened yeah. up a little bit more even though you're like oh they've been wrestling a lot longer than I have is watching wrestling changed for you now that you're you're in that dual role I think it even changed when I started wrestling and can't help me kind of today's stuff if somebody although they're on like WWE and I'd, there's definitely been a time when I'm like, oh, that doesn't look that good. Like, I've no, I've not been doing the Monday classes as much. I've kind of went from being a coach with Mondays to now taking Omar's spot on the Wednesdays. So now I teach the kids, and it's still any information I take from watching stuff or listening to the interviews or even for math classes to teach them before they come up to our class is great to just kind of take because, I mean, they're still young and, like, 12 and 13 which are the ones we can give proper information to them. We've got the, the little kids who just kind of run a bit, but they also take it really seriously. Like we've got um, Captain Chaos, who goes by. He's in the, the kids' classes, and he's honestly, he's so, so incredible. Like, we have time at the end, and he'll pretend to be like Drew McIntyre, and like, oh, and even can Rob Van Dam and all that. It's just crazy to watch him. We've also got a little girl called Macy, who's, who's been training for not, not I think a couple of months maybe a little bit longer but she's just been incredible so just seeing them at such a young age at like seven and eight and they're actually probably better wrestlers than me already I'm like oh my god it's crazy to see at least I could say I trained them at, to some extent with the help of Johnny Lyons of course but Exactly. That's, I mean, much like myself, uh, sitting when you, when you, when you're a nice W making the big time going, I was the first one to interview. You can sit back mm-hmm. and watch these, these wrestlers uh, go up, going, ah, well, they wouldn't be anywhere without me, without me yep. training them at all. That's, that's, it, that's the end of the day. Um, when it comes to interviews, there's a lot of places I've, I've been, I've been trying to take your name about because I want, I want this, like I say, I'm, I'm the first person to interview you, but other people can as well. Is there any places that, that yeah. you've wanted to, like, you know, there's uh, Elegiate Wrestling Gal, is, uh, places, is there any any yeah. podcasts that you want to try and jump on and speak to, uh, Gaw TV, anywhere I can yeah. I can tag them in at the end of this, say that we mentioned yeah. them? I think, I think probably the two you mentioned are probably the ones that I would like to go on eventually. I'm pretty sure um, Ashley Vega's been doing a little bit with both of their kind of stuff. So I think it'd be cool to just, like, get and speak to some ladies and kind of just see what they've got to say. I think it'll be fun as well. Absolutely. Right. So that, that's fine. That's, we've mentioned them, so I could just I, I could add them at the end saying we talked yep. about this. They're going to have to wait an hour to actually hear <laughs> them speaking about it, but that's fine. That's that, that's uh, that's hits for me. Uh, so, um, we've, so we've gone through what, what's coming up. Your pro to respect. Have I missed anything? Is there any any matches that you've got coming up that, that haven't, uh, have been announced as yet, but they will be in the next week or so? No, they are the only ones that I've got this year. Um, I don't have any for next year either, but I'm hoping to get a lot. My goal was just to, to debut this year, so getting to be booked for three matches is just, like, exceeded my expectations so much. So three matches before I turn, seven, um, before I turn 18 um, is just, like, crazy to me, and it's just great that I've actually got to to wrestle, even if my career stopped at the, the end of the year, I know that I've still debuted and still done three matches before I'm actually old enough to buy alcohol. So. And I'm I don't j- even I'm... like alcohol, but... 
and, and you can search your name on the WWE Network and it comes up with a match. That's that's pretty yep. cool at, at yep. the end of it as well. Um, well. That's great. So if people are, are saying, well, three matches booked, but we want to, to book you for more. Uh, oh, actually, no, before we do that, just one last mention of you, for your dad. Uh, you mentioned that he's already got your heel uh, gear in mind. Uh, what, what's what's the most outlandish idea he's he's given you that I, it's hit the reject pile? But again, it's just kind of it's when just whenever he's just like he, he likes to have like you have a beer and then he's like right, you have to post this you have to say this if it's something you have to like trying to kind of get me to start like feud with people it's like right no 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 you have to actually let me get this is even before I debuted so I'm like you have to actually just let me like get somewhere first but he's coming with, with a couple like cool hangs or I'm like oh that's cool but we could change it to this there's some stuff uh, honestly it kind of likes to it doesn't say too much like stuff like it's on the reject pile because we, we, we think the same but like I'm just like a younger female version of him so um but definitely when he's he's got to be drinking I mean he's like you have to tag this person call him I'm like no nah, we're not doing that just at Stephen, at Stephen McMahon, call her a bitch. You know, just that'll kick Aye. off a big storyline. That, that's <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that, that, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so we'll wrap up then. So people go in three matches. By the time this goes out, one will have or two of them would have happened. Of course, ICW as well. Um, when they want to go, now we need to get Harmony Sky on my show but before the end of the year. How can people get in contact with you? What's your social media? We have, it's Harmony Sky for Facebook and I'm pretty sure it's Harmony Sky 03 for Twitter and Instagram. My email is in my Instagram bio for any inquiries. Um, if anybody wants to do anything whatsoever, it's in my bio for Instagram. Within reason, or we should really kind of put that yeah. by at the end, because, you know. Or I'll just, I'll just put it to the junk pile. Yeah. I'll just think about it. Wrestling fans are weird, <laughs> but, uh, which I, th- I don't think you probably would have uh, encountered too many so far, but no. your time will come, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, great. So. Th- thanks for, for taking the time to speak to me again in, this, in, this, in our quick catch-up. And uh, who knows, by the by time, in 12 months' time, um, yep. you would have wrestled everywhere and, and I'll have a belt on you and I'll be like going, oh, can, can we get a catch-up? You'll be like, nah, I'm too big time now. I've done... No, I'll come oh. back. I'll come back. It's, it'll be a tradition. I'll come back every single year, and I'm going to hold that. I'll hold that to you. I'm going to write. I'm writing that. That's a, that's a verbal contract for anyone that is listening. That's that's, that's it. It's definitely that's happening. That. In, in one year's time, one 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 point, we'll get you on the Halloween episode because uh, we've yeah. just missed out again. Um, and we'll we'll because mind, I mind saying mind you talking about it outside of the recording. When I said it was might have been the Halloween episode, you were like, oh, I was going to decorate. I was going to get the I place went. all done up. <laughs> So it's that's it, yeah. my dad's birthday as well though so I like I like Halloween anyway but he doesn't really like it that much but I think he's warming up to the idea of Halloween now um, now that we're no trick-or-treating and taking his time away for his birthday but um, I'm gonna, I love Halloween you so. have a couple of drinks and think of some Halloween ideas gimmick ideas for you that's it's all good he but uh, yeah so even though it'll be like six weeks before Halloween I'm gonna I'll, I'll also hold it that our next year our next chat uh, will be for the Halloween episode uh, next year, and that'll be. to have it. I've even got Halloween nails on, so I'm dedicated to it. We're we're definitely doing it. But great, thank you very much for for taking time to speak to me again. No problem. That was great. Thanks.